In recent years, a thriving porn scene has developed within the 3DX chat community. Naturally, this has led to a surge in players who want to become porn stars, with social media now flooded with posts showing off all the latest porn shoots. But what does it take to be a successful porn star and what does being a porn star really involve? You're listening to the 3DX Chat Text-to-Speech Podcast, and tonight we'll be discussing the ins and outs of being a 3DX Chat Porn Star. Hi everyone. We're back with another text-to-speech discussion to entertain and inform. Once again, I am your host Laura TWK, and today I am joined by some wonderful guests who have agreed to share their thoughts on the world of 3DX porn. And we're going big this episode with not one, not two, but three guests for you to hear from. So, without ado, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Hi everyone, Sexy Jessica here again. Model, content creator, Twitterer, and of course, porn star. I still don't think Twitterer is a word. I just have to own it now though. Lol. Fair enough. Hello all, Oliver Cream here. You might know me as event manager, promoter, and host for Juice and Virtual Sugar. And I also had the pleasure to take part in some great porn productions. Hey all, Rena Rain here. You may know me from Twitter, adult modeling, naughty encounters, or roaming around damelessly in 3DX chat. I'm very excited to be part of this amazing podcast series by Laura, and with my great friends Sexy Jessica and Oliver Cream. Thanks for joining me. It's exciting to have some new faces on the show for this episode. And to also try out an expanded format with more guests. Hopefully it doesn't descend into chaos, but if it does, I'm already calling that it will be Jess's lewdness to blame. I'm saying nothing. Although, speaking of lewdness, I'm really disappointed that none of you picked up on my cheeky in and outs pun in the intro. I was sure Jess would get that one. Anyway, how about we get into it? We'll be discussing plenty of ins and outs I'm sure. There we go. That's the sort of reaction that I was expecting. Laura, I hope you have a good filter editor. We don't want to get your new podcast kicked off of all the platforms yet. Oh yes. I should give my adult disclaimer again. 3DX Chat is an adult game and we will be discussing very adult and very explicit themes tonight. You can now consider yourself warned, so please stop listening if this is not suitable for you. I already love being here tonight. So, on the topic of ins and outs, what made you guys want to get into the world of porn making? From personal experience, I can say that I had no ambitions to star in porn. I just wanted to be a movie producer. It just so happened that appearing in my movies was the easiest way to get them made. Directing myself is quicker and easier because I know exactly what I want, and I know the type of performance that I would accept as being good enough. That's why I tend to refer to myself as a porn performer rather than a star. I'll leave being a star to the likes of Jess and Rena. Well, for me it was one of the things I wanted to check from my 3DX bucket list for sure. I was in 3DX for a long time already when I finally got the chance to do so, and I really enjoyed it. I was lucky to work with some amazing people, and yes, I did intend after clip one luckily. Was it something you actively looked for opportunities to do? Or did the chance just come along and you decided to take it? Well, as I am part of Virtual Sugar and Chemistry Produces Movies, I took the chance to get a closer look into it, and I was so amazed about what she did. 
Back then we also organized so-called porn movie parties where several producers got the chance to show their clips to an audience. We combined party with porn and it was a great success. I remember those parties well. I had a few of my movies shown at them, including my first ever girl-girl video with Jess. Those were a lot of fun. As was that girl-girl video. I miss those parties and, trust me, I remember that movie too. Yes, those were some amazing parties. In my early time in 3DX, I saw a few videos and photo shoots and thought it would be fun to be that naughty vixen in an adult video or publication. At the time, I thought I would do a couple scenes for fun, but as other producers approached me, it kind of snowballed. Not to mention performing in the scenes is a major turn-on for me. So not long after I first started on 3DX, I became interested in the photography side of things. An extension of that was porn. I found the whole idea of being in 3DX porn quite a turn on too. From the excitement of actually being in it and producing it, to knowing people may get off seeing me in porn shoots and later videos. Of course, I got to meet Jess for the first time when you were in one of my Airbnb movies. I think it was actually your husband who replied to my advert for a couple to appear in it. You both turned up on my set and we've been friends since. That was your debut video shoot, wasn't it? Now, that's a question. Was it my first video? I think you should just say yes, so I can take credit. Yes, it most definitely was my first video. Awesome. Rena, how about you? Did you start with photo shoots or video shoots? My first experience that went to actual publication was a photo shoot with Mr. Eastwood and Hustlers Production. It was a girl-girl photo shoot for his website. I believe at the time, Mr. Eastwood opened a public room in search of models, and I approached him for work. And the rest is history. My first ever folly into 3DX porn was also a photo shoot. It was for the most popular porn producer at the time. A guy called Ramrod. This is way back in 2016. Ramrod, love the name. Oh, I remember him too. I don't think I've met him. Or his rod. I met both of them. More than once. Why am I not surprised? Just stop. Now you're making me jealous. I think he blacklisted working with me after I did a paparazzi job on a shoot he was doing in Sin Club. I saw him fucking some girl's mouth and thought it was pretty hot. So I took some pics and then stuck them up on my Tumblr. Not hard, considering he would take literal months to post his shoots. I think it was because he did so many. In my defense, I thought he was just getting a random blowjob. I had no idea it was for a photo shoot. Anyway, I think that makes it a 50-50 split for which medium we started in. Ollie and I started in videos. Jess and Rena in photos. I find that interesting because I imagined that more people would start off in photo shoots and then progress to doing videos afterwards. I suppose it is maybe just down to the sort of opportunities that come along and how actively you go looking for them. I'd say so. I think so too. But then again, I don't remember there being that many video creators when I started. Maybe there were but I just never met them though. Oh yes, I think so too. And the times have changed now. There are more producers out there now. At least it feels like it. That's where social media, Tumblr back then, and now Twitter, comes in handy. I can see the work of many different producers on there, 
and pick the ones I'd like to work with and contact them. Both for porn, as well as just general content creation like pictures. Indeed, I think the explosion in Twitter use probably has a lot to do with it. Back when Jess and I got into it, it was really just a small Tumblr community, but now it is so much easier to network because of the vast number of people sharing content on the same platform. It's so much easier for creators to share their work but also for the stars of it to get tagged and linked to it as well. It really has exploded. Much like Ramrod exploded all over my face in that first shoot I did. Jess, too much info. What? Just straight facts. Jess, I can relate. And yes, Twitter really has expanded with content creators from 3DX chat. And there are so many amazing creators doing incredible work. By the way, can we all agree that Jess looks super cute with cum all over her face? I think you girls will know much better than me, but I think there can be a huge difference in the quality of the different productions. I definitely agree with Oliver on that. And the quality has come so far since the Tumblr days. Back then, many videos were just a few clips of different poses cut together in sequence. Occasionally with some awkward dialogue added as subtitles. It's basically what inspired me to start making movies because I think there was so much more that could be done, creatively speaking. Also, I just thought it would be a good way to force myself to learn some video editing skills. In comparison, what we see people doing nowadays can be so creative. Much more creative than I ever thought back then. Although still with differing levels of qualities. Some studios just churn fairly basic content out, while others really take their time to deliver something that is very impressive indeed. Sometimes I will work with smaller, less experienced producers, if I think maybe they could get better and improve. I remember that I started out inexperienced and creating very basic stuff myself, but grew and improved thanks to others helping me and giving me opportunities. And I wouldn't discourage anyone from trying their hand at being in 3DX porn or creating it. If you want to do it, then do it. Give it a go and see what happens. Just remember to have fun with it and never take it too seriously. Though, there is some etiquette involved in 3DX porn production. I'm sure Laura will touch on that. And thanks Oliver. A facial is good for the skin after all. Love it. Skin care is important. Okay, here is the Jess chaos that I knew would happen. Hey, I'm a bad girl. You knew what you were getting yourself into when inviting me back for this one. I can't argue with that. Moisturizing is always great for the skin, and I like to moisturize if possible. But back to Laura's question. I agree with Jess, I'm not a producer, but I know there is a lot involved in creating videos and shoots. So the more someone does them, the more experience they get. Yes, it was a great point by Jess there. And I think an important bit of etiquette for anyone starting out. It's a two-way relationship between producers and porn stars, and it really works best if you are both supporting and promoting each other. Of course, you have your own website, don't you Rena? You can it plug at the end of the show by the way. What inspired you to go that route? Was that to help promote the producers you were working with? Or did you just want somewhere convenient to gather all your work together? Somewhere she could collate all those luscious booty pictures together for guys to jack off over. I'm sure there have been plenty of guys who have done that. 
I don't call her the 3DX booty queen for nothing. I've not heard that name before. I'll make a note of it for future reference. Her booty is gorgeous. Actually, not just her booty. Rena is the origin of Tushy Tuesday. Well, in terms of 3DX anyway. Full disclosure. I'm trying to keep a train of thoughts in my mind for things I want us to touch on in this discussion, but it's really hard to focus with all this discussion of Rena's booty and Jess getting spunked all over. The reason for my site was both really. As my portfolio of shoots grew, I wanted a place where I could access them all for others to watch, but also to promote the content creators I worked with. It is still a work in progress though. And also what Jess said too. I think the only other porn star I can think of off the top of my head who also has their own site, is Petrova Ford. Obviously, lots of studios do, but I can't think of any other porn stars right now. There's not many. I haven't really got the time to do so, and to be honest, Twitter is good enough for me. By the way, Tushy Tuesday is my favorite day of the week. Not including the weekend, of course. And Oli, you are gaining more arena points with comments like that. Keep them coming, baby. Sounds like Oliver is fishing to be your partner in a future project. Or have you already had that pleasure? Anyway, I obviously have my blog site but, as I mentioned earlier, I don't really see myself as a porn star, so I don't include myself for that reason. My blog is the best place to find my content though. Especially since I added dedicated sections earlier this year. One for my own productions, as well as one for other producers' content that I've appeared in. All with links back to the original creators, of course. For me, Twitter is just a tool to try to drive traffic to my blog. Sometimes more successfully than others. Funny thing is I've yet had the opportunity to perform with Rena. But great things are always worth waiting for. I have been in productions with Rena and Jess but didn't share a scene sadly. I'm sure it'll come Ollie. Pun intended. You were both in Golden Boy, weren't you? But I suppose you were in different scenes. I haven't had the pleasure of working together with Oli yet. Maybe Laura can make that happen. Oh my, putting me on the spot. Oh yes, I was in Golden Boy too. I was acting undercover most of the time, until my secret was revealed. Ah yes, I remember that reveal. That was such a fun movie to watch. The sort of thing that I would have loved to have been part of. I just got a flashback of the end shot. I'm going to have nightmares now. I was in one scene with chemistry. She was busting Bond out of prison by making his guards bust their nut. Golden Boy was a fun project to work on, and so many people participated in the production. That one obviously had a lot of story to it, relatively speaking for a porn movie. How do you guys find the acting part of doing porn? I know that if I put my producer hat on, that is always the hardest part to direct. I was surprised to see how much work, effort and passion is involved in some of the productions. I learned a lot and I'm impressed by the work ethic from a lot of people. It sometimes looks so easy, but I think a lot underestimate what it takes to make a production great. But it is also so much fun, and you get the chance to work with amazing and highly talented people. One thing for sure, as an actor you need to be able to listen, and don't confuse shooting a scene with having private sex in 3DX. It is a lot more about the right angles, being in the correct positions, and so on. And I think that is something that I am very conscious of when I am performing for other producers, because I ask a lot of questions because I want to make sure I'm getting things spot on. 
Sometimes I think it does bother some producers with how often I check that they are happy with what I'm doing, or I ask for clarification on what they want so that I know it is clear in my mind. Here we are touching on that etiquette again. I hate to break it to you all out there, but porn production is actually rather boring at times. It's a lot of aligning poses, then sitting in that pose for ages while different angles are captured. Pressing the moan key constantly for two or three minutes. Repeatedly walking across a room five times to get the perfect shot of it. I love performing. I agree with Oli. There is so much to be done by creators from coordinating, directing, and finding places to film. As a performer, we have it much easier, but you still need to be able to take direction and know where to be to make everything flow smoothly. Sometimes you can try take a few sneaky photos of your own as well. But you need to make sure you don't accidentally hold up production. I always do Laura, you know that. Yes, your husband snitched on you for fapping and snapping during the masturbation month shoot you recently both did for me. I got some awesome shots though. That chair setup you made for that shoot was great. I remember shoots where I just had to continuously come for like five minutes straight. Five minutes of coming. I want a nice facial, not for you to drown me in semen. But like Jess said, I think many do not realize how much time it takes to get a simple scene done. There is a lot of waiting and retaking in the porn business. But to the point of waiting around while the producer does his or her thing, I think when it comes to appearing in videos, there is definitely an art to using the speed slider to add some variation to the animation, so you can still be quite active while the camera is rolling. And when producers find performers who are adept at that, it is a real bonus and can add a lot to a scene. To just jump back to that etiquette thing. What I described a moment ago, is the standard for shooting high-quality production porn in 3DX. There isn't time for role-playing, so anyone who thinks all the guys I star with in porn movies or shoots actually got to properly fuck me and role-play with me are sorely mistaken. There isn't time for that during a proper porn shoot. You can shoot off the cuff porn during actual sex, but trying to have actual sex during a high-production shoot just doesn't work. Hate to burst your bubbles everyone, but it's all fake. Or well, acted is more correct. So true, the real fun starts after the shoot is over most times. Yeah, that's when you can then unwind. Although it is fake and acted, I personally still like to have boundaries that match up with what I would be prepared to do in a normal sexual encounter. So whenever I get approached by a producer I have not worked with before, I'm always like to say exactly what I will or won't do. For example, no rape, abuse, shit or piss. I feel that is necessary after I had one producer say at the last second that he had changed my scene to be a gang rape scene. He did that even after I had already told him that I didn't do rape. I blacklisted his ass so fast. I 100% agree with Jess. The good thing is that people with wrong expectations usually easily get bored during a shoot and won't return. And let me add one thing from a male perspective. There are no male porn stars, the stars are the girls and that's for a reason. We are lucky to be a part of it. I have worked with Mr. Eastwood on a variety of shoots, and he will ask the performers to incorporate dialogue during scenes. It is fun for the performers, and I think helps to keep them engaged. Yeah. I have also worked once or twice with Mr. Eastwood, his way of doing it is quite interesting and unique actually. I don't mind that at all. However, 
I have to disagree with that point about guys. You are stars too. Without you, the porn would be pretty boring. Thank you, Jess. Yes, the guys are also stars in my eyes. I'd love to see more guy performers. I'd even be willing to set up a casting session for guys and see if they are truly pornster material. Yeah, I don't think we should understate what guys can offer. Like I said before, if you are good with the speed slider, that will open plenty of doors. I mean, if you are a guy who can carry the girl by doing that, then that is a valuable quality. To be honest, a few women I have worked with have been a bit lazy, so if their co-star can carry them, that saves my production. Also, still thinking as a producer, if you can turn up on time and be reliable, then that is going to score you lots of points with me, regardless of what gender you are. I am now worried about whether Laura thinks I'm lazy. You are absolutely not lazy. And you can moan like a champ. When you aren't too busy taking all those cheeky pics. Champion Mona. I'll take that. I had a talk with Chemistry about the speed slider and, if I understood correctly, she cannot see it on her screen when I use it. She only saw the effect of it when she was part of the scene. Maybe Jess and Renan owe better. I love a guy who knows how to work his speed slider. I remember Gustavo from After Dinner Productions had a trick he used when filming to make the slider slower or faster, but for the life of me I can't remember how he did it. The trick with the speed slider is for the producer to partner with the actors and then unpartner from them. The producer then still sees the speed changing as well even though they are no longer involved in the sex. Ah yes, that is it. I thought Chemistry mentioned that trick in one of her Sugar Mag articles about porn production. And yeah, if you aren't partnered, you won't see the effect of the slider movement. As Laura has just said, you have to partner and then you end partner to see it. Now you mention it, I do remember reading about it in Sugar Mag. A helpful tip for any aspiring producers who are listening. That is good to know. Any other good tips to know? As we mentioned in the first podcast episode, control click is so helpful for positioning. Use that as much as possible. I still forget I can do that sometimes. I'm so used to having to struggle without it. It really is so handy. Yes, the control click helped me a lot too, especially in double cum shot scenes. Also, get that moan button finger trained up. You are going to be pressing that button like there's no tomorrow. Jess is so right. Speaking for performers, be ready to use that moan button. Another tip for performers is to come prepared, wearing the appropriate outfit based on the scene. This is another one of my favorite things when preparing for a video or photo shoot, throwing together the perfect outfit for a scene. Now, remind me, moan is one or two on the keyboard. It's the one key. The two key is to come. You'll be pressing that a lot too. Just not as much. The famous words I hear in every production. Count to ten and come until I say stop. Oh my god, yes. I have heard that phrase so many times. Personally, when directing, I like to give a specific number. Something like please give me three squirts then stop. But don't be squirting when you are only being asked to moan. That could ruin the whole narrative of the scene. Luckily, the guys all have remarkably quick refractory periods and can go again so it won't hold up production. Now I'm going to spank your butt and I want you to moan. Oops, I just squirted in my jeans instead. I better take care of your jeans then. I have a feeling Oli wants to do more than just take care of Jess's jeans. Here you are, my jeans. 
Yes, everyone. I have just taken off my pants and handed them to Ollie. Sat on Laura's podcast in my panties now. I am simultaneously astonished and relieved that you are not going commando. Can we say the same for Ollie? Briefs or no briefs is the question. Well, no. But I now have a huge smile on my face. This fits perfectly in my collection. I think you probably have a full outfit of mine now. Oh yes, and that makes me a very happy man. Now you just need the Rena Rain starter set. Here is my top. And this is how Laura's podcast became its own porn production. This is getting out of hand. Okay, since we are starting to get a little off topic, let's have a bit of a quick fire round. I'll give you two choices and I want you to each say which one you would go for. Here we go with the first one. Photo shoot or video shoot? Photo shoot. I like them both. Video. Give me a sec, I'm flipping a coin. Careful not to lose it down your cleavage with your top off. Jess, I think you would need to worry more in that department with those marvelous melons of yours. Okay, since we see less videos, I'll give videos a little more love. Not quite as quick fire as I had hoped. Let's do better with this next one. Making porn or watching porn? Making porn. Making porn. Making porn. Boobs or bum? Boobs. No hesitation there. He really knows what he likes. Bum? I have to say boobs. I can't say anything else. You can just say the girls. Yes, the girls have become famous. They even have their own neon sign at Strip and Rock. You know you have made it as a porn star when your tits have their own advert. Jess's girls should have a Twitter page of their own. I fully agree. Yep, my tits have their own neon sign. I've really made it. Facial or cream pie? Now that's tough. Cream pie. Cream pie. I like both. But gonna complete the trifecta and say cream pie. I hate to ruin the trend, but facial all the way for me. Give me that creamy load all over my face. One day I will get to do that bukake shoot I have always dreamed of. Okay, one more, let me quickly think. Yes, I like quickies. Oh, that wasn't a question. Okay, that was a good one. You can have a sound effect added in post for that joke. Sounds good. Regular porn partner or someone new to fuck each time. Oh gosh, choosing between the two isn't easy. Difficult. As much as I love working with people again, I'd have to say someone new each time. Otherwise it would get repetitive. Variety is the spice of life. I'll go with new as well. I agree on that. So I complete the new. I was nervous about Rena's answer because both times I have shot her, it was with Asex, but then I remembered that we did both scenes in one session for my try not to come challenge video, so all good. Anyway, I think that concludes the quickfire portion of the show. Did we pass? That was a tough round. I think all of the answers were suitably lewd, so everyone passes. I totally didn't just take my top off, swing it around my head and jump up and down to celebrate. And we should probably start to wrap things up there, while Jess still has some clothes on. Does anyone have any closing thoughts or words of wisdom they would like to share? I'd just repeat my comment from earlier. If you are interested in doing 3DX porn, then don't be afraid to give it a go. Get involved and try it out, see whether you enjoy it and have the knack for it. I see so many people getting involved in the scene now and it's great.
The more people involved, the better it is, not just for the porn scene in 3DX, but also for the game itself. And variety is the spice of life. Guys don't just want to constantly jack off to my tits and Rena's sexy booty. They want to see new sexy performers too, as well as the old stalwarts. Most of all though, as I say with everything on 3DX, have fun with it. I totally agree with Jess. Whoever wants to get into the business, give it a try and don't care what others say. Be curious, try things out and have fun. There are some really talented and nice people out there that can and will help you. Just don't have wrong expectations and you will enjoy this crazy ride. To echo that, so many of my friends are people that I met through casting them in my movies, so it really is a great way to meet new people. Jess and Rena are two great examples of that for me. Oh yes, I met some amazing people on set too that have now became good friends. I'm totally with Jess and Oli. A few other tips for performers. Research to see what different creators are doing. Twitter and Discord channels are great places to start. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Network with other models and creators. When working with creators ask about the content they are making. Don't be pressured to do something you are not comfortable with and most importantly have fun. And, finally, I would urge anyone who enjoys 3DX porn to get onto places like Xvideos and Naughty Machinima and give the movies you like a big thumbs up. It might not seem like a grand gesture but it certainly gives producers and porn stars the confidence and drive to keep creating more. Liking and sharing those Twitter posts goes a long way too. Ollie, Jess and Rena, thank you so much for joining me. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on. Before you go, do you have any social media or websites that you would like to plug so the listeners can check out your porn work and other content? As always, you can check out all my stuff over on my Twitter at SexyJessica3D. And thanks for having us on. For our listeners, that is sexy spelled with three XS. Thank you for inviting us to appear on the podcast. To all the listeners, if you see me in the game or on Twitter, don't hesitate to say hi. You can find me on Twitter at renarain one And my website is renarain1.wixsite.com slash my site. Love ya. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure and I had so much fun. You can find me on Twitter at 3DXGream. And I highly recommend the Virtual Sugar Discord server, which has its own porn production section. You can find it under discord.gg slash virtual sugar. And if you see me in game, don't be shy and message me. I am always happy to help. And thank you Jess and Rena. It was a pleasure to be here together with you both. And you can find me on Twitter at Laura underscore TWK. Or visit my blog at www.lauratwk.co.uk. For the latest news and updates on the podcast, head over to Twitter at 3DXTTSPod. All of those links will be available in the podcast description so do check down below for those. With all of that said, a big thank you to everyone who has tuned in again to listen. I'll be back in two weeks with another episode, where we'll be talking about our night out at the upcoming Lovance Summer Rave Party. Also, contrary to what I said last episode about having shorter episodes between longer ones, we may even make it a full episode, if we get to have some more time trying out the new beta client, as I would love to revisit that subject as well. Then, if everything goes to plan, I'll be joined by Laura Encased, amongst others, to continue the Lovance theme in the following show where we'll be discussing all sorts of Lovance-related topics including using them with 3DX chat. Hope to see you then. Bye everyone. Bye bye. Bye everyone and keep it sexy.